Welcome to the Church of the Geek podcast, episode number six. I'm David Hansen, a congregational pastor in Texas, and my co-host for Church of the Geek is Brian Bennett, a campus past ministries pastor in Pennsylvania. We now have 85, 85 fans of Church of the Geek on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekchurch. Thanks for checking us out there and, and joining in the conversation with us. In addition, Brian has posted his first Geek Church essay at Ye Old Blog, so point your Netscape Navigator to geekchurch.blogspot.com and check it out. This episode was one of the first that Brian and I recorded as we were still working out our recording methods, so you're going to notice some odd echoes at various points in today's podcast. Just, you know, imagine we're broadcasting from the Batcave or something. In this episode, Brian and I are asking the question, what does it mean when geek culture becomes mainstream culture? We also get distracted by many, many shiny things. So enjoy this sixth episode of Church of the Geek, The Ascendancy of the Geek. episode four right now and uh, we are recording we're we're going um and uh this total recorder seems to work pretty well it seemed to catch us both at about the same level uh, uh perhaps a little bit loud for both of us but it worked really well in terms of picking it up pretty even uh so that's good stuff uh we talked last time about the batfleck uh which was fun uh enjoyed that uh Indeed. And today we're coming back to a, to a little bit more general topic. Today we're talking about uh, the rise of the geek. And I was just listening to something about it. So one of the podcasts I'm hooked on and was talking, I, I drive back and forth to, to College Station oh, three, four times every week and was listening uh, to, I want to say it was Ben Folds on The Nerdist uh, the other day. And he talked, was talking about how, you know, back in the day, there was actually, you know, you didn't want to be a geek. It really was a, a term of, uh, of disdain, uh, used for people. Uh, and it's almost entirely lost that insult nature to it uh, as a, as a term. It's just a description. It less so than, uh. Are you right? I, I agree entirely. I agree. Entirely. Right. Uh, we, you had band geeks. Um, yeah. when I was growing up, you know, you, and I didn't really, I was, I was so geeky. I wasn't even aware of the term. That's how out of the loop I was. So it was when I was like, what do you mean a band <laughs> geek? What the, like, dude, my, my cousin, you know, who, who at least had one foot in the, uh, right. in the cool camp, um, went, uh, dude, you were so a band geek. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Meta geek. Uh, I don't okay. even understand. All right. Meta geek. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm so geeky. Just yeah. So uh, you know, in some ways, I was I was I was blissfully clueless. Um, but uh, yeah. 
Awesome. I didn't worry too much about all that. But yeah, now, but yeah, certainly now, um, there's that, there's that notion that, uh, yeah, it's different. Geeks are, geeks are, um, they're a, I mean, how many of the blockbuster movies of the last, you know, couple years have not been superhero movies of some shape or form? I mean, they, they all have Mm -hmm. been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what are what are we on? Like the fourth Spider-Man movie of the last eighteen months, or something like that, coming out, and the twenty-fourth in the Avengers series, and it's it's everywhere, and it exceptionally successful uh, as well. Yeah, they haven't. When I was uh, when I was back in grad school, um, one of my professors there pointed out, and I think rightfully so, uh, Apollo thirteen oh, wow. has come out. And, and th- yeah, that's all. <laughs> and, um, but it was, uh, it was one of those moments where you went, you know what, this, this is the, this is the movie that shows, this is what geeks do. I mean, people's lives can hang in right. the balance of, yeah, uh, yeah. of geek hands and brains. And, um, those geeks save those people's lives. Um, so, uh, we do have, I think there's a sense that geeks, they, folks understand, there's, in some ways, some magical powers. <laughs> you can make talk about, you can talk about the distinction between right. technology and magic. Um, and uh, I think that's yeah, yeah. geeks kind of what, 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 are, what uh, is uh, uh, technology, but, you know, magic we, we, we understand, right? Uh, exactly. Magic we can control. Uh, Clint uh, Schneckloth was caught his sermon this last week uh, on, on the angels. He was talking about that space, that gap between, you know, what we know and what we don't know. And we're all about closing the gaps, but somehow, you know, faith is about living in that gap between what we know and we don't know. And it's not that we'll someday know it. We just don't know. And, and yeah, uh, there's something to that, I think. Um, so, so we talked in one of these times about, Part of the definition of being a geek, part of the identity of of those of us who self-identify as geeks, is being on the outside, mm-hmm. being not part of the in crowd, being, yeah, you know, part of the the outside group. So, what does it look like when the outside group moves to the inside? What does that mean for for geek identity? What does that mean for us? I- that's a that's the uh, I think that is a million dollar question. Uh, we we mentioned on that on that episode about how being a geek sort of resonated with that that message of the Old Testament and and in the New Testament about the uh, the stranger and the outsider and the way God comes and, and cares for those on the outside. Um, and yeah, now we're stuck with uh, folks who were on the outside who come to the inside. Is that a is that is that a vision of the uh, of the end sort of an eschatological the of, end? The kingdom of heaven or is, it is a... like Joss Whedon. <laughs> right, uh, or is it a subversion, a a uh, uh, distortion yeah. of that? Now, now, um, yeah, I wonder both. if some just to. to... I, mean, I, I, don't I don't think, think it does have to, have to be either, either, either or, but I, I wonder if some of the authentic voice of speaking from the outside disappears. You know, uh, uh, 
you think about the Old Testament, there are, you know, there are two sets of prophets. There are the prophets that are inside the king's court, especially in Israel, the, the northern kingdom, and they're the king prophets who are outside the king's court. And you kind of want to be a prophet who's outside the king's court because they're the ones who are really speaking truth. And the ones who are inside the court are just kind of saying what, you know, people want to hear. And so I wonder if you lose some voice yes. by moving to the inside. Yeah, do you lose sort of like uh, street cred? Um, by moving to do, are you uh, accommodating? Yeah, not uh, just not just reputation, but the actual voice of of what it means to speak from the outside and and be critical. Can you be critical in the same way from from the inside? Yeah, yeah, I don't think I don't think uh, you end up with that same power. You can always be if you're on the inside. You know what? It means you always have a vested interest in maintaining the structure as it exists. Yeah. Um, you still can be a negative voice or a critical voice within it, but it's always going to be something that is um, cared about. You know, you're going to care about the institution or the the the, um, right. the so, hierarchy that exists. Yeah. Okay. To pick on Joss Whedon, right? Would Joss Whedon do? Firefly or Buffy now. You know, he's doing Angel, uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as his uh, uh, TV series now. And, boy, that's a big risk after the failure of the Avengers movie to move on to the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. <laughs> are, you, are you being ironic? Maybe just a tad sarcastic, maybe, possibly. Yeah, I got it. I see. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm no dummy. I know what you're saying. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, exactly. There's no, there's not really a lot of risk there. Um, you know. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's 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 awesome. One could uh, be last cynical. night's episode was fantastic. That, <laughs> Spoilers. That, that. I'm sorry to spoil it for you. It was great. No, <laughs> you don't ditch. You may not speak of anything uh, because last night I was I was uh, totally um, wrapped up in. The NL wildcard game, because I am from Pittsburgh, and... Um, Go sports ball. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, hey, I had a father-son moment last night. My boys and I sat there and watched the awesome. game together. Um, now, nah, the, the younger boy decided he, he was going to stay up because... Just because he got he watched because he got to stay up. But my Actually, my oldest yeah. is actually caring more about baseball. Anyway, so just... just <laughs> Nothing about Agent Shield. You can tell me that it was awesome, and that's great because I'll watch okay. it probably tonight. But oh, well, let's be honest. You're a um, campus pastor. You're gonna fire just, it up on the laptop sitting there at the office, uh, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I might. I I actually uh, I have a large screen TV there and an Xbox go. sitting here, so and I have my Hulu and my Netflix hooked into that, so um, I I <laughs> might indeed do that. But, and I call that work because uh, it's important, to, you know, for me Absol to be in contact. Absolutely. Cultural yeah. relevancy. Exactly. Yeah, I was sitting here the other like, a couple weeks ago uh, on a Wednesday afternoon before our big dinner at night, and uh, I was watching Pan's Labyrinth, and a couple students <laughs> were in, and they got enthralled with it with me. And I was like, yeah, I'm thinking about doing this in October for our, uh, you know, right. uh, Faith in Film series. And 
We totally, I to, we were all sort of enthralled and geeked out by it because there's yeah, there a is. lot in that. Movie, yeah, there is. We have we, we far absolutely field, have. That's okay. I'm sorry. That's all right. I I'm think that's, that's part of it. That's part of the fun. Is we can. You know, this this is a conversation. <laughs> so, how else do you see geek culture becoming mainstream? I think we can talk about the the films, the you know, comic crossover films that are happening, and they're left and right. Yeah, there's that too. But also, right? There's always the talk about uh, San Diego Comic Con, which if if I have a bucket list, which I don't I don't necessarily right. approve of bucket lists. Um, because what's the point? I mean, li- live every day, you know, that way. But um, if I had a bucket list, um, which I don't, because I'm not that person, uh, San Diego Comic Con is totally on my bucket Absolutely. list. Um, and, but you know, it started out as a bunch of yeah. guys. Yeah. And I mean that in really a, in, in a the small gender, hotel. It was mainly guys. Together. No, it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was listening yeah, to George R. R. Martin. Uh, interview and he was talking about because he went to like one of the first comic cons and he said you know it's a bunch of us we got together and we were all in a hotel room trading comics you know that was comic con <laughs> yeah. so it was like a couple dozen guys sitting around in a hotel room trading their favorite comics yeah there was a great there was a great uh documentary that i saw just uh, a year or so ago about it right and there's a guy from mile high comics from denver who had gone and he was like, they just, nobody remembers the comics anymore. We're not doing any business. And they didn't do any business until he had the sale right. on the last day. And, you know, then they, they kind of like broke even on being there. But it's it's become a massive cultural yeah. phenomenon. There. Oh, it is. It, I mean, it's beyond the anything, comics. I mean, if, if you're doing something culturally relevant, you have to be at Comic-Con. A movie, a TV show, yeah. you've got to do a panel. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, it's just uh, – it's really stunning, you know, and that it's people waiting yeah. in line. And part of that is knowing that you can go there and you can be whoever well, you are. I mean, I th- that's what I love about uh, Big Bang Theory, right? Th- these are not – okay, like, okay, so these aren't typical nerds. We can tell that, right? They're obviously actors playing the parts. But especially Sheldon, I mean, he is sort of the epitome of – Socially inept, awkward, you know, you know and, mm-hmm. and it's the whole show is about these guys who don't quite connect with the world in the same way as everyone else. And it's huge. It's right. huge. Right. Yeah, and, and, the, and people yeah. love it. They're not sitting there laughing at them. I think that's one of the great things about Big Bang Theory. It's not that the sitcom is done in order to make right, fun right. of them. Uh, we can all laugh at, at Sheldon's peculiarities. I mean, uh, and uh, but you know, we honestly care yeah, about Leonard, absolutely. And who um, and uh, you know, no no otter. Uh, hey, sp- hey, sort hey, of, hey, uh, hey, hey, spoiler! Story is spoilers. Out there, I think. They get together. Spoilers! They get what? together. Have you not been watching it? <laughs> Come on. All right. Very funny. <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Anyway. So, yeah. <sighs> okay, but, you know. So. <laughs> I'll be careful. So, no, we have every every season that you can have on, on DVD. Rewatch them. Yeah, no. Yeah, all right. But that there, there is certainly that that happens in the social media world that you know you can 
talk about Breaking Bad. I've, I've got friends who are just picking up Breaking Bad <laughs> now, you know, and, and, and yeah, they can't talk about things that happened in, you know, season two. Because it's a spoiler. I'm sorry. If you haven't watched it by now, it's not a spoiler. Uh, that's right. That's right. right. You're lazy. Uh, no, um, I, I am in season two <laughs> and uh, uh, of Breaking Bad. And so I did completely avoid my Twitter feed and Facebook feed the night of the series right. finale. You didn't want to know, yeah. I didn't want to know. But I, 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 I did occasionally catch a couple of comments about Breaking Bad, and people were – Really yeah. merciful, and that they were not Details, tweeting yeah. spoilers out. But um, I then I did uh, one of my campus ministry colleagues uh, had posted a an, a blog uh-huh. uh, entry kind of thing about a woman who was talking about how Breaking Bad Breaking Bad helped her um, break up uh, and get out really? of a, a bad relationship. Which yeah, it was it was it was very interesting. Um, which did have some spoilers, but I went, well, I could kind of yeah, see us yeah. go in that direction anyway. Uh, it's not a big shock for me that that happened. So, hey, so. hey, hey, he sells yeah, math. So was <laughs> what? All right, so. No way! Wow, we're, look, something shiny. Um, <laughs> Squirrel! So, so what else does this implication of, of the geek culture becoming mainstream culture mean both for the culture and for us? Ah, David. Mm, Good question. Mm. Um, mm. I'm going to channel my inner tree beard. Mm. Don't be hasty. Yeah, right. Exactly. My, by the way, my uh, my ten uh, year old was writing a story, and he actually uh, for for class a homework assignment, and he actually used the he talked about someone being awesome. uh, hasty and uh, and connected <laughs> it to an ant. And I parenting liquid win. pride did well. Up, yeah, liquid pride <laughs> welled up in my eyes. I'll tell you that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, yeah, it was really great. But anyway, um, so I, I think part of it is I do think, folks, part of the, the rise of Geek Chic is that um, I think folks look at it in a very sort of uh, consumeristic, uh, yeah. consumerist way that um, – there was the I don't know if you remember the gosh a long time ago because I'm going to mention two folks and it's going to be clear that this dates me but there was an email thing that was going around that was comp- that was looking at Michael Jordan's salary and how you broke down like how much he made and then broke it down to like well in the time that you watched this commercial he made right. so much and he did this and he's made so much and even every second he has made this much money you know and then the, like the last line was and in that second. Bill Gates earned more than that right, entire right. amount of, you know, the, the kind of thing, right? And so the, the kind of sense was that Bill Gates was, I mean, being Bill Gates, being that uber geek kind of personality could be far more lucrative than any athletic yeah. endeavor. Um, and so I, being, being that sort of wizard is, is, a, is a way that I think some yeah, folks are coming I, at it. 
here's the other thing. I, I think that there is, like, nobody wishes for their kid to absolutely get crushed over and over again. But there is some creative power that comes in knowing that you don't fit in. There's some creative energy that comes from saying, I don't fit into this world in quite the same way as that other guy over there who's really, really popular. Um, and so how do I make sense of the world as someone who doesn't quite fit in this world? As someone who is, I mean, I think that the, that the from the outside view is, is inherently Christian. Or, or rather, the Christian view is inherently outside the world, you know, in the world but not of it, uh, uh, offering critiques of this this world. I think there's some real power to that. It it offers it offers a sense of of uh, liberation, yeah, right? I don't have to be by by conforming to the to the to the pigeonholed roles that exist. Um, whether you're going to be an athlete or right. you know the jock or whether you're going to be the you know whatever, you, you don't have to be pigeonholed if um, you're free to go then do yeah, your own yeah. thing. And other folks might not get you. And, but you don't expect them to. Get. You do what but you're going to do actually, there was a, knowing that other people aren't going to get you. And now uh, lots of people are doing those same things, you know, I don't know. Call me, you know, wishing a little bit for the good old days of, you know, <laughs> of us not fitting in. I mean, there's something, I don't know, back in my day. Yeah, no, <laughs> we were we were real geeks right? back in our day, and we that we we weren't conformist <laughs> geeks, right? Yeah. The hell but that at means. the same time, I think you know there's there's something too. You know, if you like it, yeah. you like it, and and great. You know, whether whether you identify a geek or not, if you like it, you like it. That's fantastic, and and do what you like, and do what you yeah. love, um, and enjoy the things you enjoy. Um, you know, don't take don't 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 waste all the energy, you know, enjoying things ironically. Enjoy what you enjoy and, and love what you love, and you know, yeah. And if people get it, that's awesome. And if Absolutely. they don't, that's awesome too, you know. Yeah, and you know, again, we talked about sort of that that ability to immerse ourselves yeah. in a narrative uh, as geeks, and that um, you know, so much that I, yeah, think about the people who do the cosplay, <laughs> yeah. uh, the people who, uh, I mean, it's not just it's not just dressing up. Are you a it's cosplay about guy? The character. Yeah. No, me neither. I'm not. I really wish I was, but I don't. I don't I'm, have. I'm not that, that creative. Um, yeah, seriously, I watch these. I watch these people on on sci-fi heroes of cosplay, and I'm like, right? You that's guys are really cool. Geniuses. Yeah, that's amazing. Like, where did you where did yeah. you even learn to yeah. do that? You know, how did you how did you learn to do latex and stuff? And who knew that that right? was something that yeah. you could just do? Um, so it's I'm I'm totally enthralled by that. Uh, and the people who write fan yeah. fiction, like. Why? Why you do that? I mean, and, and then some folks might say, "You're just you're taking a framework and you're just copying uh, no, stuff, and you're taking it. yeah. it's all derivative." And no, I think I think yeah. they help advance things and 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 do some stuff that's that's really interesting. Um, and so, uh, anyway, the, the yeah, I mean, when you turn around and you see it, you you know, being a geek, you can be yeah. free to do those yeah. sort of things um, because uh, we might not actually. We might actually care what people say about us. Oh, we all do. You know, the, the, yeah. some of the mocking. And say, yeah, it, hurt. Yeah. it can hurt and it can be a pain. You know what? We still do it, though, because well, and, it means you know, something. Reading all the interviews with, with Nadia and, and talking with her about it, she says, you know, hey, 
what I've done is not for everybody. And that's okay. I didn't mean it to be for everybody. You know, it, it's yeah. for who it's for. And if it speaks to you, then it's for you and, and enjoy it and get the most out of it that you can. Yeah, I, you know, I think in the same way, I just finished your book yeah. uh, the other day. And uh, it was great. Good good book. I, I'll probably read my review on, a review of uh, thoughts on it on my blog. But the, um, the notion of... Uh, you know, it's the part where she starts to struggle with quote yeah. unquote normal people showing oh, I up. I thought that was fantastic. You know, and, and it's was, exactly the conversation we're having now. And I was like, how? And, you know, and, and, and my anger Absolutely. about geek culture um, getting, getting, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Taken over in some ways is the same thing she experienced and walked through there. Yeah, like, hey, I didn't, I, I didn't struggle all these years with, you know, getting paper wads thrown at me from the back of the bus and, um, you know, people mocking me or tripping me in the hallway just so now right, so some meathead can, can talk about it. his D20, oh. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. And I just, uh, uh, yeah, it's kind of, the, the, the reality of things opening up, um, yeah, I think, I think that should be applauded, you know, um, we get to do what we want to do, and um, yeah, that that speaks mm-hmm. to our passions. And if, and if and we, and this desires. is another thing we can come back to. But I, I think that her point is is very very good. If we mean that all are welcome, and that's part of what we're about, then yeah, that means kind of those people who used to make fun of us too. So yeah, which, right. which right brings us at just looking at at my tiki talk timer here. It looks like we are been talking for a while now. Uh, so. What is the geekiest thing you have done since I talked to you last, which has just been a week this time? Yeah, it's been uh, – yeah, now I have to really kind of think a little harder. Um, I, I, I have, you know, uh, geeked out about the uh, the Pirates making the playoffs and, and all that. I've been That's been so consuming. You don't – I mean, you don't understand uh, being a Pirate fan, lifelong Pirate fan. Last so, night, so they scored all a of our <laughs> um, yes, okay. they did make right. the extra points. Um, yeah, so um, all of the uh, pent up frustrations uh, of twenty years got unleashed <laughs> last night. Um, as a yeah. as a city, That's the great. city is crazy last night and uh, it was it was great so and like i said i got to hang out with my kids doing it and uh passing some stuff on and i you know um but i you know i used that also then in the midst of my reflecting and i created a blog post about it and now it's been picked up by living lutheran so um uh yeah uh just Uh, we went on friday over to austin and uh heard uh naughty bolts weber and sarah miles speak uh Uh, you know and so we we traveled you know not far, hour and a half. We go to Austin with some regularity. Uh, so we went over to Austin, and, and of course, when we go to Austin to stay the night, we stay at the Presbyterian Seminary in their guest rooms. And, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> so nice. we stayed there and, and uh, had uh, uh, dinner with the Synod Vice President, who's a, who's a friend, uh, Evan Moyland, and uh, hung out with a bunch of other church geeks uh, with a huge crowd there and, and just made a night of, of, um, Church Geekery, uh, and it was fantastic. I tell you, uh, awesome. it's worth buying the audiobook to hear her tell her story because uh, it just 
Oh, there's really? an audio she book, and, audio and she part. does the audio uh, for it, and and it just comes to life as she tells it. Especially, I mean, certainly most of all important. And she's got some dates coming up uh, in San Francisco, and there's one in uh, at Keith Anderson's church in Upper Dublin. Uh, Upper Dublin, yeah, yeah. I saw that. That was yeah. That, I think she that just, just added happened. a couple more dates. Um, I think this is taken off in a way that no one expected, uh, which is cool. Yeah, I don't think she. Exp- I mean, I I saw her tweet the other day yeah. about how exhausted she was, and I bet trying to trying to uh, publicize a book, a book tours yeah. are probably really brutal. So, um, I give I give her some yeah. mad props for that. But uh, you know, and I you know, she must not have seen it. I sent her. I I yeah. you know I mentioned her on Twitter, and you know, hey, come to Pittsburgh. She, you know, she, she probably to be she probably trying to find out the details. You know, I'm sure she I'm didn't mean sure it. I'm sure that that's the case. That I'm sure. Yeah, not the yeah. I mean, we've never met, but of course she's going to answer every weird, absolutely, uh, freak <laughs> comments on her on Twitter so, about that. So that was my thing. So, so uh, in, yeah. in, in the meantime, uh, uh, we'll talk again uh, in a week. Uh, we'll talk again to these podcast folks in two weeks from when they listen to this, whenever we get this up. And uh, everybody, have a great week. All right. Same to you, man. Peace. Thank you for listening to this sixth episode of Church of the Geek. I hope you'll connect with us both on Twitter. I'm at Rev underscore David, and Brian is at Brian underscore O underscore Bennett. Geek be with you.